welcome to the Irresistible Marketing Pod, the podcast that wants you to have an emotional clarity, the business superpower the patriarchy pretends is not a thing. I'm your host, Issa Gauchi, your marketing confidence cheerleader and owner of the M. Issa Messaging Digital Marketing Agency for Small Business Baddies. Today, I'm going to tell you about that one time I mistook a panic attack for a crush. You might be asking, wait, aren't I on a business podcast? And yes, you are. What does this have to do with marketing? Everything. And it's going to take me a minute to connect to those dots, so just bear with me for a second. So many, many, many of us confuse what is safe with what is familiar. Many people go their entire lives mixing up what's safe with what's familiar without even realizing it ever. Personally, interpersonally, relationship-wise, mixing the two up can keep you stuck in some pretty toxic patterns and some pretty toxic relationships. And as an entrepreneur or marketer, this lack of awareness cuts you off from your most powerful sales leverage, emotional clarity. Because as I keep broken recording, Buying is not a rational decision. Research tells us over and over again that buying is an emotional decision. People buy based on a feeling, how something makes them feel or how they think it will make them feel once they have it. So not a logical decision to purchase, not a rational decision based on emotion. So if we want people to buy, we have to get them to tap into an feelings. And if we want to do that, we have to be tapped into our feelings because how on earth are we going to get other people to feel stuff if we can't feel our own feelings? All right, back on track, Isa. Anyway, I sincerely hope, both in terms of business and in a larger sense, that you learn the difference between safety and familiarity and that you learn the difference fast because everything in your life is going to get better when you do. Allow me to illustrate. So, that one time I mistook a panic attack for a crush. Let's get into it. Am I into him or scared of him? How many of y'all can relate? So recently I went out to coffee with a, a man I'd met at a business networking event and he'd bought uh, a book I'd, I'd made from me and I hadn't even sent down when he he started nagging me about my book where it's kind of like oh oh I think you're insulting me and it's like almost a compliment or you, you think he's being nice or maybe he's complimenting you or maybe he's insulting you or or it's kind of both at once um but anyway, it instantly put me on edge and I'm feeling defensive like immediately. And he did have flashes of sweetness, especially when I was being unnecessarily self-deprecating, which really annoyed myself that I was slipping into being self-deprecating because where the fuck did that come from? I've actually really been working on not doing that because I have actually been really working on liking myself and I believe words are spells so I am trying to be really careful about the words I speak into existence about myself 
the stories I tell about myself to myself and other people. So I try to not speak unkindly about myself. So I don't like that I was being self-deprecating. And I actually think that was a fond response that, so he, he nags me about my book. He, he was, um, not entirely positive about it. And so I start being self-deprecating and kind of putting myself down immediately to, uh, make myself smaller because I felt threatened. But sometimes when, and when I did that, um, it kind of worked. Then he was nice to me. And then he like genuinely complimented me. And in general, though, through this conversation, he mostly just seemed baffled by me and a little confused by me. Like we're, it was like a follow-up business conversation where we're comparing notes and strategies and approaches. He's in a similar field to me. Um, and by baffled, because we approach things so differently, I don't think he was baffled in a good way. Like, oh, I hadn't thought about that it that way. I think because you think about things so differently and approach things so differently, that's an interesting new viewpoint I'll take into consideration. And maybe this will improve my, my work because I, I hadn't thought to consider it from that ang- angle. I think it was mostly like, you're so different. You, of course, you're wrong. And... Though he was mostly polite about it, um, he did that thing where he's devil's advocating. He's he's kind of scoffing at me. He he was bemused and he was skeptical about my unconventional approach to business. And honestly, y'all, I'm not trying to be mean about him. I actually did get some interesting perspectives from him where because we approach things so differently, I did um, get some viewpoints I wouldn't have considered from him, especially around money, y'all. Um, business bros think about money so differently <laughs> than queer Chicana femmes. Um, but I, and I honestly don't think he was trying to be mean or anything. But in this encounter, like clearly I was on edge. I was defensive. Um, I I found myself volley, volleying back when I wasn't fawning and being self-deprecating. Sometimes I had I, I was a little too sharp with comeback. Um, I had this smile that was almost painful. Like I had a weapon grade smile on. Like, you know that quote from the Netflix show, Ginny and Georgia, where it, it's so perfect for for the, my weapon grade smile I had on and how I was feeling in that moment where for a woman, life is a battle and beauty is a goddamn machine gun. Like that's exactly the smile I had on. And my energy was really jittery and in my body, my shoulders, my chest and my throat and my jaw were really tense and ready for what I don't know. And I was anxious and I was thinking about it for hours afterwards and dissecting the conversation. And um, so if you hear this description and if you if you imagine your body feeling that way, um, you're probably saying to yourself, wow, that sounds really unpleasant. Like you you sound like you were probably really on edge and, and not really vibing with this guy. But in the immediate aftermath of this encounter, do you want to know what my brain immediately thought? My brain immediately took all of these reactions and assess the situation this way. My brain was like, oh, well, he's very handsome. 
I guess I'm attracted to him. I guess I must be really into him. And you know why it thought that? Well, it's because I um, have a past where um, close personal relationships put me in a similar feeling. So um, I suffered narcissistic abuse from a caregiver growing up. I um, unfortunately have experienced intimate partner violence from um, partners a couple of times. I'm no stranger to love bombing, trauma bonds, and coercive control. So um, being treated that way, like just being kind of insulted, having him be nice when I insult myself and make myself smaller, um, only be nice when I make myself small, that is all familiar. That's all familiar. And so as you can see, my immediate reaction was, oh, I've been here before. This is a a pattern of behavior I recognize. I understand this pattern of behavior because I've already been here. We've already lived through this. And if I didn't have the awareness, I might have confused, oh, I've been here before. I've already lived through this. I know how to handle it with oh, I'm safe with this guy, he is familiar, that means I'm into him. But (laughs) luckily, with a lot of therapy and a lot of um, healing and introspection, I now know the difference that just because I recognize that pattern of behavior does not mean that I want to continue to have that pattern of behavior in my life. Just because these are familiar dynamics does not make them safe dynamics. Just because I've seen red flags before doesn't mean I should turn them into landmarks on my trail route towards my goals. So I am really, really grateful to now have the discernment to choose the unfamiliar in cases such as these and to have teased out the difference between what is safe and what is familiar so that when I am stepping into something I haven't experienced before, something unfamiliar, I can still feel safe. I can feel safe in uncertainty. So why does this matter? Why is this important to entrepreneurship and business and marketing? Let me bring this home. Um, and It's a drastic example, but it's really, really relevant because I see this, the equivalent applied to business all the freaking time with my clients in marketing confidence cheerleading. So here's why it's this anecdote is super relevant to your business. The thing is that our bodies are madly in love with us. They will do anything to keep us alive. They really want us to survive. And unconsciously, they prefer the familiar because they have a really good track record for keeping us alive in familiar situations. And they don't have any current empirical evidence that they can keep us alive in situations they haven't already kept us alive in. But Since the familiar isn't necessarily safe, and the familiar certainly is not the best that we can ever hope for, 
We have to train our bodies to believe that we can handle uncertainty. We have to train our bodies to trust that we are safe even with new experiences. And this is something we have to do consciously because when left to its own devices, our body will think it's only safe in the familiar. It's only safe in the things it recognized as having already survived in. So what does this have to do with business? If a ton of money, a ton of followers, a lot of success is a new circumstance for you, your body might not yet recognize that as safe. So if you don't realize that's what's going on, you might unconsciously sabotage to prevent getting or maintaining having that. (laughs) Getting and maintaining money, followers, and success. So if that's what you really want, you have to do the work to let your body trust and know that it's safe in uncertainty, i.e. a new situation that it hasn't experienced yet. You have to let it know that you can handle uncertainty, that you are safe in the new, that you are safe in the unfamiliar, that you will be able to handle what comes your way. So what happens when you don't do this inner emotional work to train your body to believe that you can handle uncertainty, that you are safe in uncertainty, that you are capable of surviving the new? Well, you're going to start sabotaging your business. You're going to start sabotaging your marketing, like not showing up in your marketing in an authentic way so that you don't attract the customers and sales that will get your business to the next level or just not marketing at all. So we have to practice new habits and new beliefs so our body's fear responses don't automatically take over whenever we're in an unfamiliar new situation. Like suddenly gaining a bunch of new followers or having our TikTok video go viral or suddenly having a hundred clients sign up for a program when we've only ever had five show up before or suddenly having to develop systems to respond to 75 DMs for a program when we're used to only having to respond to one or two per course, etc. So how do we find safety in, in uncertainty in business? Here's how I've redefined safety for myself. Trusting that no matter what comes my way, I'll be able to handle it with grace. And here's how that feels in my body. And please contrast this for, with what I thought was a crush um, with what was familiar with, with this fella from my earlier anecdote. This is what um, safety feels like now. In that I trust that no matter what comes my way, even if it's new, even if I've never experienced it before, that I'll be able to handle it with grace. It feels clear-eyed and calm. I feel light on my feet and I feel strong and supple and graceful and poised like a dancer. It doesn't feel like fighting or like I have to fight. It just feels limber. I feel like 
I just did yoga for an hour. I feel like all stretched out like a dancer. So with this new sense of safety, I know I won't just blindly react to things and I'm not just going to flail about and break shit. Why? Because I've trained myself to have emotional clarity. To now be able to pause and discern the difference between whether I have a crush on a handsome man who just insulted me or if I am just feeling a familiar sense of fear. To be able to discern the difference between whether I actually don't know what to say to sell that offer or if I just don't want to be that vulnerable and open to other people's judgment. And if that's the case, how do I emotionally support and nurture myself so I can get to the place where I know I am safe even if other people judge me, even if I share something vulnerable, even if other people do judge me, I know that I'm going to love myself anyway, even if I get judged, even if I share something vulnerable that um, leaves myself open to other people's opinions and views and take it or leave it options. So emotional clarity, lots of personal and business gifts. And because I have that emotional clarity for myself, not only does it clear the way for me to act with a lot more intention and to actually be able to act in ways I want to, to go after the goals I I want to um, achieve in my life, it also gives me the emotional clarity to um, tap into other people's emotions in the way that I want to. So we're not just a reacting to each other's triggers and traumas so that I can actually pull out other people's sense of strength and calm and safety and empowerment and tap into their feelings of how to nurture themselves and get them to notice what lights them up what gets them to feel safe, what gets them to feel creative, what that gets them to feel passionate. And that, that's why my marketing is irresistible. And when you have that sort of emotional clarity, that's when your marketing gets to be irresistible too. So if you want the emotional clarity that gives you the superpowers to do that for your own life and for your own marketing and to help other people in whatever way you want to through your work, then I would really love for you to join me for Marketing Witchery Week, which is coming up this May 22nd through 26th, 2023. It's an online event, um, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Monday through Friday. And yes, there will be replays. And it's uh, and just an hour a day, three interactive workshops and two group coaching sessions where I will teach you my favorite unconventional witchy tools for alchemizing fear and anxiety into creative energy and emotional depths so that you are better able to speak to, move, and soothe yourself and your clients and to stay calm in chaos so that The uncertainty of business doesn't rattle you and throw you and send you into dissociation because you feel safe in uncertainty. You know that you can handle whatever challenge comes your way with grace. You have that inner trust. Because as an entrepreneur, you know you're going to have to learn how to feel safe in uncertainty. 
Otherwise, you're just going to have to live with being low-grade terrified all the time and in survival mode. And I want so much better for you because I know that so much better for you is entirely possible and available to you if you learn these tools, which are a lot easier to adapt and welcome into your life than you think. And they're also a lot more pleasant than you might expect. So anyway, Marketing Witchery Week, it's just $99 for all this incredibly powerful teachings, just $99 for the entire week, or you can come to individual workshops for $25 each. And if you'd like to integrate all of this and master your emotional superpowers, I'm still accepting one-on-one clients for my signature season of support program. Links for both are in the show notes and I can't wait to see you, witches. Mm-hmm.